Hello? Hi. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay. Well, let me read you uh, the paragraph that that phrase comes from, okay? Okay. This is, this is the ninth paragraph of the second chapter. <laughs> this is beginning to sound like the Bible. <laughs> chapter 2, verse 9. <laughs> Okay, here we go. That's right, chapter 2, verse 9. Let us postulate first the form of trust. When appropriate stimuli, no, with appropriate stimuli, the brain can create through chemical means at a cellular level an altered state of consciousness within its cognitive enabling structures. For some, with appropriate training, Virtually the same state can be created purely through cognitive activity. Likewise, this altered state can be created through ritual activities aided by appropriate external stimuli. It can also be evoked through external uh, external chemical means and through combinations of all of the above. From within this altered state of consciousness, the mind establishes a high level of confidence in the cognitive This confidence forms the basis for our uh, subsequent interaction. I didn't hear uh, the last sentence. From Uh, within this altered state? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll read from there. From within this altered state of consciousness... Uh, the mind establishes a high level of confidence in the cognitive processes encountered or evoked. This confidence forms the basis of our subsequent interactions. We call trust the expectation that we can essentially predict with some level of expected certainty the outcome of interactions. You just uh, read Chinese to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Chinese. Yeah, well, listen, it's I've had like to read Chinese. it about... Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. yeah. I know. I've had to read it about six times so far. <laughs> you know. But what he's talking about, he's talking about the glue that holds uh, social organizations together, and he's defining it as trust. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that's, uh, he's basically what he's doing so far is he's looking at religions, uh, you know, getting, just looking at them as social structures, forgetting their claims, you know, in in metaphysics and all that stuff, just looking at them as social structures. And uh, and he's saying that basically that what we need to do is understand it because those are the most successful structures that humans have ever come up with. So we need to understand them and maybe exploit them, use uh, some parts of that for creating, well, of course, this is all not what I'm adding to. I don't know where he's really going, but but the basis for this earthling civilization, I mean, that seems to me a central issue. If, if there is no trust among the people, if we have to rely on legal systems to keep people from being assholes, then we're doomed, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we there has to be some level of trust and comradeship established between all the members of a civilization, or it's just simply, well, we're going to have more of what we already have. 
know. Yeah, and religion is doing that. It's uh, it helps in keeping structures or creating structures. Well, he's just well, like he, say, I've never thought of studying that. You know, I mean, I've always just been, you know, thought of religion as just really stupid, <laughs> you know, but basically. But when you look at it as a sociologist, as an enduring social structure, well, that's kind of interesting, you know? <clears throat> yeah. That's why uh, some countries uh, keep... Uh, of politics, religion, and everything together. They don't yeah. Uh, yeah. try to uh, to separate them. Yeah. Well, no, North Korea is a perfect example of that. You you know, there's a there's a great uh, movie. God, if I can remember the name of it now, State of Something. Hold on. If you can ever see this movie, it's it's one of the most amazing movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Hold on just a second, because I I want to be able to say it here, just so somebody may. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to say state of grace, but of course that's not it. (laughs) When you gave me that sentence, cognition enabling structures, uh, what came to my mind is what uh, Chomsky said about... uh, language, when somebody learns a finite number of, uh, of rules, which are the rules of a language, they are finite. And uh, because the mind has that ability to generate uh, other uh, sentences from, uh, lots of sentences from that finite number of, uh, uh, of rules, yeah, that's I've always what thought, came. Uh, that's uh, what came to my mind when I, you sent me that uh, those three words. You know, I've never got the significance of that. I hear this all the time from Pinker and Chomsky. They're always stressing how magnificent it is that we can generate an infinite number of sentences from a finite number of words, and they seem quite pleased with themselves as having made that that statement and think that that is somehow significant. And I just don't get it. That seems trivial to me. Do you get that? I mean, is that significant? Is that, I mean, what's the point of, of yeah. them saying that? I don't get it. Uh, for example, uh, uh, a child, what he learns is uh, some words, but he succeeds to link these words. And uh, if you... Um, if you have a child close to you and, uh, uh, I mean, like uh, parents who have their children, and sometimes they are surprised that their child uh, is expressing himself using sentences that they have never used in front of him. Well, I know that. Uh, yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he called to generate sentences from a number of that's well, I know. No, I understand the concept. What I don't understand is why everybody thinks that's important or significant even. I mean, it just seems obvious to me that yeah. that would be the byproduct of a system like that, that any system will do that. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, those people said that said uh, this uh, before that others uh, 
It's after that they said that people started started to pay attention to that. Huh. Well, I don't get it. And for some reason, I I don't have the name of that written down here. I'm going to have to to uh, look around a little bit. Anyway, it's a movie about it. It's the first film ever made inside North Korea by a non-North Korean. A couple of English filmmakers spent like six months in uh, in North Korea filming these two high school girls who were preparing for a big, uh, you know, uh, national uh, gymnastics thing, sort of. And <coughs> And it's just really interesting because that country is completely cut off from the whole world. They have, you know, the people of North Korea know nothing except what their government tells them. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's interesting to see the the level of trust in that culture. I mean, that, that's. I mean, I hadn't thought about it until just now, though. That that it's you know, there is virtually no crime there. There's some, but I mean, it's a tiny, tiny percentage. People, you know, if they drop a piece of paper, you know, in the street, they reach down and pick it up themselves. You know, they, you know, I mean, when there are hardships, they actually pull together rather than, than, uh, you know, than every man for himself kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. just uh, really amazing to see something like that. This idea is uh, in religion. Like, uh, for example, I know, uh, I don't know other about other religions, but uh, I know about Islam. It's uh, a religion uh, uh, asks people to do that. Uh-huh. And uh, after... Uh, but do people actually do it, though? Some do it, some not. Not all uh-huh. people do that. Uh-huh. Uh, in the past, uh, in Morocco, in uh, agricultural uh, parts, uh, people use it to get together uh, when there is a problem somewhere. People use it to to work together. Like they have, each yeah. one has his land, but they use it to to get together and work all the lands together. Yeah. To to help each other, like uh, when they are there's a, a time yeah. for harvest or when they are planting yeah, something. Yeah. We have the same thing with the Amish people here in America. Yeah, they're. Uh, a, a very isolated religious sect, but they live together in these communities. And if one guy's farm burns down, they all the whole community goes over and rebuilds his farm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I just haven't actually thought about trust as a more abstract concept and looking at ways of building trust among people. You know, I mean, actually analyzing that as a sociologist and seeing if there isn't a way. My my first thought was to get everybody in the world hooked up on, a, a, you know, a cast like this and then have and, and have people do it in groups and have everybody take uh, ecstasy, you know, the drug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, have the whole planet take ecstasy all at the same time. Maybe that would do something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, probably people won't go for that. <laughs> Maybe a little extreme for 2008, I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm not thinking when you mentioned uh, 
the word or the concept trust. Uh, it's somehow I use that uh, a lot. It's like when I can't trust somebody, I don't mean that I trust him or her. Uh, I need some uh, degrees, <laughs> a little bit of trust to be able to deal with that person or that uh, yeah. in different uh, areas. I yeah. need to feel to feel that trust that I can trust that person. Uh, at that moment, I can deal with him or her. Yeah. Well, I've learned basically to not need to trust most people. Because I found mm-hmm. in my life, actually, I, I think most people are pretty much untrustworthy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's. W- they that's have to I... earn trust. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said that it's not trust them blindly. But, yeah. Uh, no, it has to be built fa- on experience. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, well, I don't know. Well, actually, see, there's. Well, when you say. See, they talk about. Uh, trust being essentially predictability and in some sense I can trust an unnamed person to be an asshole and that in almost any circumstance uh, he'll react in some way that I would think is really inappropriate you know and and I can pretty much count on that you know so in a sense I can trust so there are two ways to have trust there's one way you can trust people to be absolute robots and and respond mm-hmm. robotically under certain circumstances, or mm-hmm. you can trust them because they have integrity, because you've t- tested them over time and they actually do what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And, and but yeah. both of them are equally trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's you don't need to put that <laughs> this record in a talk show. <laughs> no. Maybe. An unnamed person. You <laughs> will hear that. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> An unnamed person. I can and edit that out. <laughs> You're right. I'll, I'll edit that part out. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be sure to do that. <laughs> you're, you're right. I'll <laughs> have to make a note tonight. No, but see, I can count on him that he would never be listening to anything like this. There's no way. See, I can count and say, I trust him. I know where he is. He's home watching TV. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but you said that most people are untrustworthy. Uh, well, I was using the word in a different way there, specifically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Well, I just learned to expect that people don't generally do what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they do. Well, you find out who actually does and who doesn't. You know. Yeah, uh, uh, this needs uh, some time uh, to to be able to know uh, people, to get to know people, to know how they uh, they react to things and how they they yeah. act. Well, like I say, nowadays, I just start off and I assume that they're not going to do what they say they're going to do, and you know, and I operate accordingly. And then if we still have interactions and after some time they actually do what they say they're going to do, then I begin to realize, oh, this person is different. <laughs> he actually mm-hmm. does what he says he's going to do. How nice. Yeah, they become, those people become... Uh, uh, 
somehow uh, strange or different because they are doing what they say. Yeah. Because most people don't do <laughs> no. what they say. <laughs> oh, people say anything to get through the next five minutes. You know, whatever it takes, don't <laughs> say anything. Just, just, just get me out of here. <laughs> you know, just let me get through the next five minutes. And <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, well, it seems that's been my experience. You know, I mean, there are exceptions. Of course, not everybody is like that, but it's just, just most of them are. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say. That. I should just say most of the ones I've met. You know, most of the South Californians. I mean, I don't know how it is in Europe or Morocco or, uh, you know, China, you know, maybe, or North Korea. I bet it's not true in North Korea. I bet people there do what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Although, who knows? Maybe, no, I think, yeah, and then the Amish, I bet they do what they say they're going to do, too. No, maybe mm-hmm. not. Maybe I'm an idealist, you know. Yeah, but to know uh, whether they, uh, they behave like that or not, uh, you need to live with them for some time to know them. Yeah, you can't know right away. Mm-hmm. You, well, it's impossible to know somebody, in my opinion. It's impossible to know somebody even if you uh, live with him or her for oh, a yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah. No, because they can change still. People yeah. do change, you know, just uh-huh. when you think you know them, they change. Even if <laughs> yeah. you've lived with them for 30 years, all of a sudden yeah. they turn into somebody else. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Well, that's why I yeah. never, well, I don't think that's the problem, but that's why I never got married, is because uh-huh. I realized that there's no way I can promise to to stay and love somebody for the rest of my life. You uh-huh. know, I can't make that promise. You know, if they they may change in a way, or I may change in, in you know, I mean, I, I can't I can't promise I won't change. Mm-hmm. You know, that that just strikes me as absurd. I mean, get married as long as it feels good. <laughs> you know, but that doesn't sound like a like a very good. That's not gonna. That's not very romantic. You know. <laughs> you need to uh, to meet somebody who thinks like you. Uh, so when you change, change, you can't understand that. Well, yeah, but what would be the point of getting married? (laughs) (laughs) You could just be friends. There's no point in getting married. Mm -hmm. Well, then marriage would mean something different. That's the, I mean, again, then, you know, I mean, well, yeah, well, I, I need to do a whole show just on marriage sometime, a show. God, I'm even starting to use that word myself. God, shame on me. A show. I'm going to do a show. <laughs> if it yeah. is uh, about marriage, it will be a show because you will get all kinds of people here interested in marriage and interested in meeting people in your room. Oh, God. Well, that would be interesting. I've got a new, I scheduled a new cast uh, for a couple hours from now. Mm-hmm. Um, let me send you a link to it. You may you may find it interesting. Hold on a second. Uh, I click on your... Um, okay, you can post it there for the others. Is it yeah. about religion? Uh... Yeah, the first heretical crutch of Bob. Unreformed. There's the <clears throat> link to it. Mm-hmm. 
Well, this whole computer theology thing has got me started to think about that again, you know? Mm-hmm. A new a, a religion. I mean, really. I mean, I, I've got a couple mottos for my religion. One is, one of my favorite model, mottos or slogan would be, we take the bullshit out of religion. Yeah. That's a nice motto. I kind of like that, you know? But we do need religion of a sort, I think. I think. And that's that's that issue of trust again. There needs to be some bond between people that's past, that's beyond just the rational. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rational is great. It's really good to be rational, you know, but that certainly isn't all there is, and it's not enough. Well, at least that's my opinion. Right. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Would you not hear me? Uh, no, you stopped. Um, there was uh, some kind of sound, and you disappeared for a moment. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm looking at the word Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one of our, our big theological issues in the church, the, in the crutch these days, is just how are we going to spell? Do you have an opinion? How we should spell, you know, the deity's name. You know, there's another... Do you have any opinion of how we should spell Bob's name? No. Okay. I mean, I've been struggling with this. There's also there's another way to spell it, too, which would be this way here. I'm going to put it in a text. That's the phonetic spelling. <laughs> so... I forgot to put that one in there. I need to change that. I'll, re- I'll how rewrite. Do, how do you pronounce that? Bob. Just what I'm yeah. saying, Bob. That's just the but phonetic. It, but it sounds like uh, the name Bob. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, it sounds sort of <clears throat> like God, only it's funnier, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be, uh, well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether anybody comes into that room at all. That'll be at 7 o'clock. It's in an hour and a half from now. Do you think uh, that you are starting a new religion? Uh, you are, your name is Bob and uh, Church of Bob? Yeah. It's like you are uh, Bob and uh, you are opening a new Well, everything church is Bob. Of... Well, everything is Bob. <laughs> You know, so who do you think's looking through your eyes? It's Bob. <laughs> yeah, Bob is looking through the the, the dog's eyes and the the ant's well, eyes. You and sound Bob's... like a preacher. <laughs> oh, I am. I'm the Pope. Hell, I, I am the Pope in my religion. <laughs> you are the only. You are God, preacher, and uh, the worshiper. I am the only member that I allow in my church. I don't allow anybody else in. But I encourage other people to start their own churches and become popes themselves, you see. And then we can have a pope club. You know, all the popes can go out and have a pizza and some beer. There's a there's a pope over in Italy somewhere I heard of. I sent him a letter. I was going to invite him out for a beer and pizza, but I never heard back from him, so... 
I guess he's a stuck up pope. <laughs> I hope the future popes will be a lot more fun than he is. Sorry? Well, I hope the other the newer popes will be more interesting and more fun mm-hmm. than the old pope is. He's boring. <laughs> I have never listened to him. Oh, well, neither have I. He, but all I know is he didn't want to go out and have a beer and a pizza, so, you know. Okay. Or maybe he did. Maybe he just didn't know. Maybe the letter never got to him. Maybe if he did get the letter, maybe he would have said yes. Who knows? <laughs> maybe the other um, members of the church uh, didn't allow that. Yeah, they probably Maybe captured, it's, it's yeah, them who yeah. are controlling yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't let him even see it. They just probably saw it and threw it in the trash, you know? <laughs> thinking, thinking, who the hell is this Pope Nerdo guy? <laughs> you know? Well, anyway, I'm really looking forward to see if anybody even shows up in there. Because I'm going to talk real straight. I'm going to. I'm going to really. Well, you know, I don't know what I'm, I'm not going to talk. Actually, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, it's cha- my opinion about all this has changed quite a bit recently because I'm getting lots of downloads and the number keeps going up. Although I don't. I. I I'm. I'm thinking that that's just an illusion that this week the numbers are going to start going down again. But but last week I had 191 people download files. So there are obviously a lot of people listening to this stuff that I've that have never been in here or at least I've never talked to. You know. So sometimes now I think I should actually you know think about them and, and incorporate them into the way this whole thing works. Since that's more people <laughs> You know, there's only a couple that actually come in and talk. Where would we be without you, Bushra? I'd be in big trouble. <laughs> I wouldn't have anybody to talk to. 